Welcome to Byline Confidential, a podcast where we talk with journalists about their lives, their work, and their careers. I'm Greg Pratt, reporter in Chicago, and I will tell you right out, I am a man who likes to talk to a man or woman who likes to talk. This week we're talking to showbiz Shelley from B96, and she is most definitely a woman who likes to talk. Now, Shelly is interesting because she is an entertainment reporter. She talks to celebrities. She does a lot of cultural stuff. But she's kind of a celebrity in her own right. She's the first reporter I've talked to who's on an eligible singles list, so that's a plus. That's kind of cool for her. Uh, kind, of, kind of a neat story, too, that she tells on the podcast. But she's one of the hardest working people that I've talked to for this podcast. She has a schedule that's almost as crazy as Peter Nikias or... Adam Sagey from the Chicago Tribune's Overnight Crime desk schedules are. And it's just kind of cool to touch base a little about what it's like to cover that world, how she got into it, and where she's been. I enjoyed this week's episode, and if you do too, please consider subscribing on iTunes for the high price of nada. But before you do, let me just give you a small warning that there are a couple points where ambulances show up at the podcast. It was that bad. No, we recorded outside of a coffee shop outside of the Tribune Tower on Michigan Avenue, and there were a couple of uh, ambulances that came by. And so I apologize for, for that. With that said, I hope you enjoy the talk. So, uh, what were your parents thinking when they named you Showbiz? <laughs> I get that asked more than you think, actually. All the time? <laughs> um, no, truthfully, do you want the truth, Greg, or do you want to just remain... Mysterious. You can, like to remain mysterious. You can lie to me as long as it's not verifiable. <laughs> no, my real name is Michelle, and then Shelly was a nickname that I had in high school, and it kind of carried over to the radio, and Showbiz came a little bit later. So that's how that happened. Who came up with the Showbiz moniker? Um, it was just something that sort of popped up when we were all in studio one day, just because. I did, obviously, the showbiz reports, and I think at first we called it something else. It was just Shelly doing fluff on the 30s or something like that, and then um, one day it sort of occurred to us, like, wait, she does showbiz, let's do showbiz Shelly, oh my god, showbiz Shelly, and it just sort of happened organically one day, so. It's like, uh, do people refer to you as, like, showbiz? Yeah. Like, hey, show, hey. More, I get biz. You get biz? Yeah, a lot of people at work call me biz, um... Yeah, showbiz. And so I respond to Shelly or showbiz. It's like you are the first person I've talked to for this podcast with a moniker. Really? I guess I talked to the Hungry Hound, but it's... Okay. It's not his first name. Not his first... Okay. Well, then I feel special. So, uh, you're an entertainment reporter. Uh Uh-huh. Is that what you always wanted to do? I did. I did. Um, I knew, I think, in high school that I wanted to do entertainment. I actually... When I would go home from school, I would watch, well, first I'd watch Full House and Save by the Bell, but then I'd watch MTV, and I'd always watch Carson Daly on MTV doing TRL, and that was one of my favorite things. So, I just always thought it was so neat to, um, I just like the idea of being so involved with music and getting to talk to the artists, and um, I always liked the idea of entertainment, just because I always thought it just suited my personality really well and bubbly, and um, I always just thought that um, it's just, it's a fun area. It's a fun area to cover. And I didn't think I'd do it on the radio. I didn't really expect to do it on the radio. I always thought I would do it on TV. And that's what I studied in college, is I did um, broadcast journalism. And I did TV. And then um, 
but the radio thing sort of happened a little bit on accident. I just I started at B96 as an intern in the promotions department, just handing out t-shirts and cups and going to events. And then I moved shortly, I think it was after a summer, I moved to work with the night show at the time, Styles and Roman, who are the afternoon show now. And I worked with them for a really long time. They called me the perpetual intern. I worked with them for about a year and a half, I want to say, just interning. And we got along so well, and we had such a good time that I ended up usually coming in three to four times a week just hanging out with them and doing, you know, the things that interns do. I just got food for them and help them take college for their show and um, and then eventually about a year into my internship they asked if I wanted to do an on-air entertainment segment because I knew how much I liked on-air and um, how much that because I, I, I did like promotions but I actually had a radio show in high school and because I studied TV in school I knew I always liked the on-air stuff I like being able to connect with people um, and I like telling stories so that was always ultimately where I wanted to be and they knew how much I liked entertainment so that's when they decided, hey, why not try this out? So we tried it out, and I did it for about, I want to say, six months. I was on every Monday night on their show doing what was called Shelly Street Talk at 7.45. I remember every Monday night. And then around that time, the bosses of B96 were looking to change up the morning show a little bit. And that's when they asked me to come into their office, the bosses, and they said, you know, look, because you're going to do mornings, um, and we will... You know, put you on doing what you're doing now, but just doing the morning show. We'll pay you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it. So I've been there ever since, and I got I started doing that my junior year in college. So I started my job in college, and I've been doing it now ever since. So, what's this uh, radio show in high school? So I went to New Cheer High School. They have a radio station there, WNTH. And I remember I just had a couple girlfriends approached me my freshman year, freshman or sophomore year, and they said, hey, we're thinking of applying for a radio show. Like, do you want to be on? Because they always knew I liked media and I liked that type of stuff. And I said, yeah, let's try it. So I remember we had to do a demo tape. We did it in my girlfriend's basement. And we talked about gossip going on at school and music and what was popular at the moment. And we submitted our tape and we got a show. I want to say it was Saturday mornings. For an, I think it was an hour-long show or maybe two hours on Saturday mornings, and it was neat. It was a really cool experience because we got to play what we wanted. I remember every week we'd bring our CDs and we get to pop in whatever we wanted to play, and we just play it and we talk about whatever you want. It was very, very much sort of a free format. And um, who's listening to this? My mom and my dad, I think, listened, and maybe a couple of our friends. That was really about <laughs> it. That was about it. Yeah, it was I think a five-mile radius around. That was so, yeah, it didn't go far. But it was a good experience. It was a really good experience. And then um, later on, I actually ended up getting really involved with the radio station. I was the program director of the radio station my senior year. And I want to say junior year, I was uh, operations director. Like, I helped with the day-to-day operations of the station. And I was program director of the station um, my senior year. And then I never really thought that later, you know, I'd be so involved with radio and doing it in Chicago. Did you have anybody, like, in your family with broadcasts or journalism experience? I do, yeah. So, both my parents, they met, they were producers at ABC, and that's how they met. So, that was years and years ago. But they met while producing at ABC. They both were very much involved in broadcast. And my mom, she has a journalism degree from Northwestern, so I sort of followed in her footsteps. And my dad, too, he studied journalism, and he used to write for many newspapers throughout the country. Um, and he did a lot of TV. He worked for WTTW for a while. 
And then actually my grandfather, who I never had the opportunity to meet, but my grandfather on my mom's side, he was in radio in Chicago. His name was Six Sacklitz. He was a big Polish radio personality in Chicago. So it's kind of funny because, yeah, he was Six Sacklitz on Show with Shelley. And he did a lot of the same stuff as me. He did a lot of entertainment and celebrity stuff. And, um... So it's kind of it's kind of funny how things worked out. But like I said, I never got to meet him. But yeah, it definitely runs through runs through the family. And my sister, she is a television anchor in Decatur, Illinois. So she's hoping maybe they get back up either to Chicago or the East Coast. But she she's a broadcast as well. So does she do entertainment stuff too? No, she just does hard news. She does regular news. But her angle, she really likes sports. She's a big sports person. She's she's hoping to do sports one day, covering sports somewhere. So we kind of have all angles covered, I guess. <laughs> Is there, like, friendly competition there? I don't think so because we do, what we do is so different for once since she does TV. And then also since, you know, and obviously since I do radio and since I do entertainment, she does sports. But what's fun is when I see her, we talk a lot about, you know, um, just broadcast stuff and media stuff. And it's fun to just talk about and have someone who understands it so well and who, um, you know, and we, she also, my sister went to grad school at Northwestern, so she's familiar with that program too. So to just talk about you know, Northwestern and things we learned in school, and um, that's the fun part. Yeah. So you were, uh, you went to Northwestern and studied mm-hmm. broadcasting. Mm-hmm. What was that? How was that? It was awesome. I love Northwestern. It was a great program. It was, I mean, it's one of the better journalism schools in the country, you know, if not one of the best. And, you know, you go in and, you, you don't only, you know, it's a very well-rounded program. I mean, take a little bit of everything. And then the journalism program, as you go on in your college career, you sort of focus in on what you want to study, whether it's newspaper, magazine, or TV. And then they take you in um, the direction that you choose. So, you know, I obviously, I picked TV. So, um, so they, very, they prepare you really well. I mean, and that's the neat thing is because I have, because I actually study TV, it's, it's nice because I get to, you know, here and there do TV appearances, and I, I've done, I was on CBS, I want to say, last week talking about Jim Rivers passing away, so it's nice to have that background, too, because it really just sort of opens up my options in terms of what I can do, but it's an awesome program, it's a great program, and, I mean, you study with the best of the best, you know, you have great professors, and they even have a program there where they send you out to a TV station your junior year where you study alongside real reporters, and producers and assignment editors and um, because my experience is unique because I already had my job at B96 my junior year um, rather than sending me out to a small market which is what most of my friends had to do and I think like North Dakota and Virginia and smaller markets um, I actually ended up staying here in Chicago and I worked at CLT as an intern so and that was an interesting time because I had my job at B96 so I was waking up super early 3.30 in the morning, driving from campus to go to B96 here downtown, and then I would have to leave right after the show ended, and I would drive all the way out to Oak Brook, and I would uh, start my internship at CLTV, and then I would be doing TV stuff um, from you know, early afternoon to into the evening, so that was a rough quarter, I mean, it was a very rough quarter, but I learned so much, and I worked alongside the, um, just like right on the desk, and I would go out and cover stories sometimes with the reporters, and Sometimes they would let me be a part of Metro Mix, which was the entertainment show at the time there. So it was a blast. It was fun. Learned a lot. Did they uh, ever have you do live shots? No. With CLTV? Yeah. 
not that I got to do that we actually aired, but I did a lot of my own for school because you had to put together a tape for school to to show what you learned. So I did a couple... I would go with reporters to their stories, and then they'd have me do my own live shot, and then that eventually ended up on the tape that I showed my professor. But yeah, I did do so. So it wasn't, I guess, live live because it wasn't on TV. Well, I have a guilty pleasure where I sure. like hearing about people's live shot yeah? horror stories. Oh. I don't know if you have any. Do I have any? You know what? I don't think I do. I mean, I could give you probably a lot of live radio horror stories. <laughs> that would probably be equivalent. Well, it's kind of like a live show, right? It's just that it is, yeah. people can't air hump behind you or anything. No, right? no, you're right about that. Yeah, um, yeah. So no TV live shot stories, but, um, but yeah, I guess radio is kind of like a live shot four hours every morning, <laughs> way, you know. But right without the visuals, so um, that presents yeah sometimes some interesting some interesting scenarios. Well, you know, my favorite is always. Uh, Dan Ponce, I think, who got licked on air. Yeah. You've seen that? He, saw, he seemed thrilled about that. <laughs> well, he had the best line, right? He said, um, he said, uh, I remember my first beer, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this he did. pretty good. That was, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I forgot he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's clever. That's uh, funny. Yeah, but the, uh, do you remember the first time you wound up on the air for B96? Or on the air as an adult? I do. Um... So I remember the first time I was actually on the air was Thousand Roman, and then I remember the first time I was on the air when I first started, which was years ago with Eddie and Jobo when I first started. The first time I was on with Thousand Roman, I remember they said, you know, just make a couple entertainment stories, just talk about whatever you think's interesting. And so I talked about, I all I remember is it was just, I, I talked about a couple stories, and my last story was about Usher, who, he was in a bathroom stall, and a fan attacked him in the bathroom stall, or came and stalked him in the bathroom, and I just remember the last line of the report was, well, the girl, I think, was arrested, and the last line I said was, so now he gets to pee in peace, that was the last line, and I said, and they never let me live that down, <laughs> they laughed, and they said, I can't believe you said that, so I remember there was that, and then... Is that, is that a good line? That's kind of a good line, I isn't it? was it? pretty good, right? They like to make fun of me a lot. They were like my older brother, so they made fun of me quite a bit. But yeah, I thought it was pretty good, too. Thank you. I know. I'm um, on your side. <laughs> thank you, Greg. And then um, when the first time I was on air with Eddie and Jobo, I just remember I was so terrified. Just because I listened to them literally every day growing up, I'd carpool to school and... I would ask my friends, like the girl who drove the car, I'd say, look, we put on Eddie and Joe, but it, like, I would just listen, I listen to them all the time. I grew up with them. I went to all the summer bashes and all the concerts that they did. And so I was just terrified. I, I think I was shaking when I got on the air. And um, I don't really remember what I said. Um, I, I don't know exactly what I said, but I just remember after the show, my boss, he brought us into a meeting and he said, the first thing he said is he said, look, he said there was way too much laughing. You were laughing way too much. Not everything's that funny. And that's what I do when I get nervous is I over laugh. And when it's like too much, I laugh a lot. So I rem- I always remember that. And I always try to keep that in mind. Whenever things get overwhelming is to not try and laugh too much. But So if the listeners hear you laughing on the radio, it means you're in pain? Kind of? Could mean it. Could mean it. Yeah. But it's like something that... She's overwhelmed. Overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, the cool inside breathe. There you go. Were you good at it right away? No. No. And that's one of the things I'm very grateful to my bosses for. 
and that is that they saw something in me that must have seen potential or something because the way I sound now is not how I sounded when I first started. I mean, also too, when I get nervous, my voice can go really high. I've, I've learned now to not do that, but when I first started, it would go really high and it would sound bad and, um, and I would just talk really fast and certain things with intonation and just, and in general, I'm really shy. I'm a really shy person and I grew up, I was always really shy. I hated talking in class at school and I was always just really quiet and when like turnabout dance would come around I hated asking the guy like I was just really shy so um it was always interesting that I sort of ended up doing what I'm doing but um so it just in general was sort of learned to sort of step out of my shell a little bit and just even you know this is a little inside for everyone listening but you just saw me doing a little appearance over here talking you know talking on a mic in front of a lot of people and the best way that I realized, the best way to learn something or to get over something you're afraid of is just to do it. You just have to do it. And you just, you just learn that it's really not that bad. And you can really do anything that you really, and it's so cliche, but anything that you really, even though it's it's out of your comfort zone, you just have to keep doing it until you finally get comfortable and make it a part of your comfort zone. Because... For a long time, it was just when they told me, like, yeah, so you're gonna go out, you're gonna, you know, talk to all these people and get on the microphone, or even going on stage at the concerts. Like, that was terrifying me at first. But when you keep doing it, you just realize they're just people. You know, it's not a huge deal. It's just they're people, and um, and that's one of the things I love about this job is I like being able to connect with people, and and you sort of I managed to get over it just by doing it, just by getting out there and just putting myself out there. And, not thinking about it so much. You're not so shy outside of work? I can be. When I first meet people in more of an intimate setting, it's weird. Like, when I first meet people, I, I can be kind of shy. Yeah. I can be shy. That's um, just, yeah. I've always just sort of been that way. So, but now, you know, when I when I get into certain settings like that, it's sort of like show me, show me, move on. And then I sort of break out of it a little bit. So... How similar is Showbiz Shelley to, <laughs> to Michelle? Yeah. That's funny. That's a good question. Like, do you, is it like, do you wake up and you're like, <laughs> all right, it's showtime it now? It you is know? sort of like having an alter ego a little bit just because Michelle is super, and I guess Showbiz Shelley is too, but Michelle, like, I'm very laid back, and when I'm not doing the Showbiz Shelley, you know, out of appearances all the time, and um, at interviews and doing celebrity events and movie screenings and whatever, being on, I love nothing more than just sitting in front of my TV and watching reality television. <laughs> like, that's my favorite thing. And especially, you know, a lot of people hate winters here and they hate, like, this time where it gets a little chillier. I really love it. I do not mind it. I like summer. You know, summer was awesome. I had an awesome summer. But I like being able to to watch my reality TV and watch movies and TV shows and not feel guilty about missing out on the warm, nice weather. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, this is my favorite time of year. I like fall in particular because it's just chilly enough, but it's still nice out where you can walk outside and enjoy. It gets really pretty, obviously, around here this time of year. So, this is my favorite. And, um, yeah, are they that different? No. I would say Michelle is just another part of Showbiz Shelley. Really. Is it like just... Uh... Was Michelle part of Showbiz Shelley or Showbiz Shelley part of Michelle? Ooh, good one. I would have to say, hmm, 
No, I would say Michelle. Well, she'll be Shelly as a part of Michelle, I would have to say. Because I always, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, my family's from here. Um, I grew up here. I was just at home at my mom's house last week. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm Michelle. You know, and all my friends, a lot of my friends, everyone calls me Michelle. Close family calls me Michelle. And it's funny because at work, if you say Michelle, no one knows who you're talking about. <laughs> so it's no. So, no, no one knows who you're talking about. So it's always Shelly at work. Um, that's a good question. But yeah, I'd have to say show with Shelly. It's a part of the show. Yeah, I don't mean to get all philosophical. Anymore. No, I've never really thought about it, but I like it. Yeah. What yeah, you, go ahead. What are you watching? Right now? Yeah, as far as reality shows. Project Runway is my absolute favorite. Um, Top Chef Duels. I've been watching, um, I was watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I know everyone hates that show, I really like it, just because I enjoy watching, like, what I talk about on the show in terms of Kardashian news, I like seeing it play out on TV, how that works, um, what else am I watching, I'm excited because Chicago Fire starts soon, and Chicago PD, those are two of my favorites, um, yeah, I like cooking shows. Top Chef is one of my favorite. I think like the regular Top Chef starts soon. Um, what else? Yeah, I'll sometimes watch like um, America's Got Talent. Like The Voice is coming up soon. American Idol, I always watch. That's always a big one. I I went out to LA for many years to cover it. So that's always a big one that I try to cover. Yeah, do you still do that? I didn't do it last year. I've done it. I did it for about six or seven years. I went out there and covered it. So we'll see if I go this year. It sort of depends how it works with the station schedule and the title. And, um, but yeah, I did it for many years, and that's a lot of fun. I do a lot of really cool things with that. Do you ever get nervous talking to celebrities anymore? Or did you ever? Oh, yeah. I used to, sure. They say if you don't get nervous, then you're not that passionate about it, which I like. I always thought, which I think is true. I think if you don't get to a point where you just don't care anymore, then you probably shouldn't be, you know, then it's just maybe not as passionate as you used to be. So, but yeah, I do still get nervous, for sure, especially when it's someone who, um, like for me, I get the most nervous when it's talking to someone who is very topical in the moment. It's someone who, say, I just talked about on the show the other week, or they're in the news for whatever it might be, and an opportunity pops up to, to interview them, I always get nervous with those because, you know, you want to get something really good out of them that no one else has. So, um, yeah, I do. I get nervous. I'm trying to think the last one. Like, I remember when, uh, like, last year, Robin Thicke came in and Blurred Line was huge. Like, I always get a little bit, yeah, butterflies in my stomach. Or, like, I talked to Joan Rivers last month. That was always, that was a little bit nerve-wracking. Before she died? Before she died, yeah. I talked to her about him a month ago. Or, no, it was about three months ago, sorry. It was in May that I talked to her. But looking back at that, right after she passed, that was, it was sad. It was sad to look at, but it was, in a way, too, I mean, you could just, she was so great to talk to, so I'm glad that I had that. Was she in studio, or? She did a red carpet event with Michigan Magazine. She was on the cover of the magazine, so she did a red carpet event at, I want to say it was Saks Fifth Avenue with them. So I went to that. So it was, it was me. That's, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was. To meet her in person. And again, that was that made me nervous too because I watch Fashion Police all the time on E. And I know. It's, <laughs> that's one of mine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was a little bit. And, you know, everyone, the second she walked in, you know, you want to look good for Joan Rivers. So everyone 
was, you know, sort of primping themselves, and you want to make sure, you know, she's not going to tear you apart on the red carpet. But she was really nice. She was so nice. So. Did she tear anyone apart? No, I don't think she did. Not that I remember. That's kind of a disappointment. <laughs> you know what? I think that's what, I think everyone just was, because I think she could see, like, almost sense that everyone was sort of, like, wanting her approval. So I think she was being nice that day. Yeah, I don't think she was looking to really tear anyone apart, so... What's the, uh, so you've been doing this, uh, like you said, what, several years now? Seven years or something? Yeah, it's been actually almost nine years. Nine years? Yeah. I'm underselling you. Yeah. So it's been nine years, uh, in November. Uh, tell me about your schedule. Sure. So you're up all day, right? Yeah. (laughs) All day. Literally, yeah. So, um, my day-to-day schedule totally depends. It can be... Um, I mean, normally I wake up at 4, 4 in the morning, 4.15, you know, I'll make myself breakfast, I'll go into work, um, and then work starts, our show starts at 5.30, and then we get off the air, the show ends around 10, and then after that we always have a post-show meeting where we talk about that day show, and then we'll talk about what we're going to do on the next day show, and then the show is, we try to have as much of the show planned for the next day as possible, so we'll, you know, plan out and people ask a lot is the show scripted it's not scripted but we do have a good idea of what we're going to talk about so topics and then when we go on the air it's okay we're going to talk about this and then we just sort of go with it and that part's not scripted when we talk about it so um There's a really big, significant out-of-studio component to what there you is. do, right? There is. Yeah, there is. And and I think, too, it's it's what you want it to be. You know, I could easily just work 5.30 to 10 and not do really anything. But I don't think that that only gets you so far. I think you do have to do a certain out-of-studio component. And even events like, you know, meeting the listeners like I did today or yesterday, doing interviews that'll intrigue the audience and that you want as good content for the air and... Unfortunately, some of it is, you know, it can be time-consuming sometimes, but, and, and that is something I struggled with a lot. Initially, like, my first few years, I tried to do everything. I would try to go to movies, and I would pull sometimes 24-hour days, and it takes a toll. It takes a toll, and if there's anything I've learned, it's that you can't, you cannot, um, I, I mean, I would just say for people who sort of have similar schedules and that push themselves too far, like, your body will only take you that far for so long. It'll, it'll eventually tell you, like, you have to stop and slow down. And that's what mine started to tell me. Like, I just got too exhausted. And so now I, I try to be more picky about what I'm going to do. And, and I don't do as many activities and events at night because our schedule just, it really doesn't allow for it. We try to be in bed by 
try to be in bed by 9. Usually it's realistic and we're like 10. But, um, and then try to get naps in there every now and then. But again, I'm not a good napper either, so that didn't help me. So it's just really about balancing and trying to come up with whatever works for you. Like I know, like one of our producers, she she gets like three hours of sleep a night, four hours of sleep, but she, she does yoga during the day, which I think helps. So it just depends what works for each person. But yeah, it's not an easy schedule at all. Do you think of yourself as a celebrity? I always say it depends who you ask. It depends who you talk to. Because some people don't listen to the radio. So if you say show Shelley, they have no idea what you're talking about. But if you listen every morning, I think some people, yeah, I mean, they've said, oh, my God, you're, you know, they will say, oh, you're a celebrity to me, blah, blah, which it's always funny because I never really consider, I guess, I, I know, I guess I understand it when people say it, but I never really consider myself a celebrity just because... I look at the people who I talk to and I'm like, they're celebrities, you know, they're, they're celebrities, you know, we just talked to, who was it the other day? I mean, we had Austin Mahona, I mean, you know, we talked to celebrities and so when people sort of associate me with that, I always, it, I always am very humbled by it actually, it's very humbling. Um, and what's more humbling is when people just say how they love our show and how they listen to it every day and how it gets them through their commutes and how they love what we did on such and such morning and they think we're so funny like those things I really those things are really nice to hear because it sort of validates everything and all that hard work that we do and you know, all the stuff like you mentioned outside the station validates everything so that's always nice to hear what's the scoop with, with Carmen? ooh what do you want to know? what's her background? <laughs> she's really vulgar Carmen's very vulgar yeah Carmen's a friend of the show um I don't know a ton about Carmen she's actually better friends with Jay so I don't know a ton but She's very funny. She's very nice. That's really, can't really tell you a whole lot more than that. She's nice? She is nice. She's yeah. not nice. I've met her. The times I've met her, you're right. I've met her. She's been nice to me. But right, I know she can get a little bit, yeah, a bit much for the prank calls sometimes, the people she pranks. I mean, I always enjoy it. That's a segment that I Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also have a disclaimer, you know, ambulance warning. Oh, good. Okay. But, good. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I had once, I did one in Central Park, mm-hmm. and this helicopter came over for about a minute. Oh, jeez. And so I had to cut it out. But it actually sounded okay, you know, the, the blades and the... Oh, did it? And the recorder oh, sounded yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, a helicopter's a little more pleasant than an ambulance. Than an ambulance, yeah, I would say so. But, um... So, all these years, are you still, um, do you see yourself being showbiz Shelly, like, when you're 50 and 60? Do you think that, do you think that far? Yeah, I have. I have. But do you want to be an entertainment reporter forever? I do. I do. I love it. I, more than anything, I love pop culture. For me, one of the main reasons I wanted to get into journalism is because I just thought it was the coolest job to be able to be a part of what everyone is talking about. Like, not just be at a job and then go to the water cooler and talk about it, but to be a part of it to, um, and to be the one delivering that news to people. I just thought that was the coolest job. In fact, you would have just changed every day. I never saw myself doing something where it was just at a desk and thinking every day. I'm, I'm very creative and I like to do things that are an outlet for that creativity and I didn't realize it when, you know, I was studying TV, but radio even is 
so much it allows you to be involved with pop culture on a much more personal level um you know with radio or i'm sorry rather with television you know it's very straightforward just delivering the news but with radio all we're doing is constantly coming up with ways to cover things that are happening in pop culture but in a creative way and in a way that will connect with the listeners and so for me that's been one of the greatest experiences is getting to use those creative juices and to connect with people and to um, just be a part of what they are talking about every morning and then to get them involved in the conversation every morning with us to me I I love it that's what I love about it and that's like I said that was one of the things that really intrigued me about journalism and to me I I don't think there's a better job than being able to just be a part of what people are talking about every day I, I love that part of it well, being uh, being show by show seems uh-huh. like a really cool gig. It you know is. what I mean? It really is. It and uh, is. I listen to the show. It's a fun show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, going back to the celebrity question, mm-hmm. there's one thing. So, like, I don't do a ton of uh, research okay. for these podcasts because it's more fun to just have a I chat. agree, yeah. Uh, but... I did, you know, you put Showbiz Shelley in. Yeah. And, like, Chicago Uh-oh. Magazine lists you as <laughs> one of their most yeah. eligible yeah. bachelorettes, I think. Yeah, that was... I think it's whatever it was. August, I don't know. June? Yeah. Is that weird? No, I love that. <laughs> did that work out? Did you get a bunch of, like... <laughs> no. Good dates out of no, that Well, so it's funny. So... You, this is a real scoop for you, right? You ready? <laughs> so, I'll take it. So... Two years ago, I was nominated by Today Chicago Woman magazine as one of the top single people, and I actually um, met a fellow single at that photo shoot. We dated for about a year, all of last year. That didn't work out, and then Chicago Magazine approached me this year, and they said, you know, would you want to be a part of this? And I said, sure, of course. I'm always looking to date and meet people, because like I said, it's hard with my schedule. And that's the one thing that kind of suffers is social life and being able to go out at normal hours with people on a Friday night when people are getting ready to, to go out and do stuff a lot of times I'm getting ready to go to bed I can't I can't go out so we're late on a Friday because then I've been up since four so so for me I love any opportunity like that to be able to to meet people and unfortunately I didn't meet anyone at this particular photo shoot at this event but it was so fun it was fun to be a part of and Todd Gibson was also meeting one so it was cool to meet him and they had a big event for us at the Chicago History Museum and that was a lot of fun um but yeah so I'm just dating just dating so we'll see no scoop on that nothing interesting no nothing maybe some interesting I'll save that for another (laughs) another podcast probably I have I have uh, never had another guest so it's the Monica thing the Trevor thing that you need yeah and uh, somebody who's ineligible. Really? So I have two, two out of two? Two out of two. Okay, not bad. Good. If people want to follow you, what's the best way to do it? Twitter. Twitter? I love Twitter. Yeah, that's my favorite. At Shoba Shelley is my Twitter. Super simple. And um, I love interacting with people on Twitter. Um, in fact, I don't even, I wish I could even tweet more than I do, but sometimes you get caught up in stuff and you don't remember. But yeah, Twitter's definitely a really good way. Um, I'm on Facebook too. Facebook, I, I interact with people on Facebook too. I'm just Showbiz Shelley on Facebook. Everything is just Showbiz Shelley. So, showbizshelley.com, my website, you can check that out too. Um, but Twitter is probably the best way, I would say. And of course, the show. And of course, the show. Yeah, of course, the show. 5.30 to 10? 5.30 to 10. Yep. 
I appreciate you taking some time to of chat course. with me. Of course. Thank you. This was fun. Let's cover a little bit of everything, right? A little bit of everything. Thank <laughs> I you. I like it. Thank you.